Welcome to Chan's The Man Apologetics. I'm your host, Chan Heron, where I discuss doctrine, apologetics, behavior, the Christian worldview, and sometimes just tell stories. Ladies and gentlemen, what is a worldview? Who has a worldview? What are the elements of a worldview? How do you know if your worldview is the right worldview? Or is there a right worldview? Are you able to determine someone else's worldview by how they answer some basic questions? What are the big questions that worldview attempts to answer? These questions and others we will be exploring over the next few weeks as we discuss worldview. First, let's define what we mean by worldview. A worldview is our most basic beliefs that shape our view of the world and for the world and are the basis for all of our decisions and actions. So think of it like this. A worldview is like a pair of glasses. You know, if you, if you wear glasses, you have to have the right prescription or you can't see clearly. And if you, if, if you have the wrong prescription, then your reality is going to be distorted. If you're nearsighted or farsighted and you have the prescription for the other one, then obviously you're not going to be able to see the world clearly. And that's what a worldview is like. Also, I would say that a worldview is kind of like the roots of a tree. Because when we look at a tree, we only see the top of the tree. But when you get underneath and you see the roots of the tree, then depending on how strong the roots are, is going to determine how strong the tree is. And in worldview situation, the roots represent a person's belief about God. Because what they believe about God affects their whole outlook on life. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the main topics that we'll talk about when it comes to worldview. Now, here's something else that I think you'll find interesting, and you probably won't disagree with me, is that everybody has a worldview. Everyone. doesn't matter who they are. Everyone has a worldview, even if that person doesn't know exactly what their worldview is. They still have a worldview. And the way you determine what a person's worldview is is, is ask them, some big questions, like the questions about God and the questions about humanity and what's wrong with the world and how do we fix it. And we're going to look at some of those. But everybody has a worldview. A drawback to worldview formation is the way that most of us get our worldview. We get our worldview the same way that people catch a cold. We get it from being around other people. We're influenced by our upbringing, by our parents, by religion, by lack of religion. And that's not necessarily a bad thing in the way we get our worldview. But where we get our worldview doesn't necessarily mean that that worldview is true. As we begin to grow and mature intellectually, I think it's very important to allow our worldview to be challenged. Because if you really care about truth, you should get the worldview that is true, that best describes the world in which we live. Yeah, so how do we do that? How do we evaluate our worldview? What needs to be some of the tenets of worldview formation and critical thinking? Well, when you think about the really big questions in life, not 
who's going to win the Super Bowl or which player was drafted, what number in the NFL draft. But I'm talking about the really, really big questions. I know some of these football fans out here may be uh, think that those questions are big questions. But I'm talking about the really, really big questions. Like, why am I here? Am I important? Is there a God? Is there life after death? Why do people do such horrible things? Why do we have tornadoes and hurricanes and, and tsunamis and stuff like that? Why is there childhood cancer? There's so many of these huge type questions out there that many people try to answer. And there's books upon books and volumes of other things that have been written about these big questions. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to start. However, I want to narrow it down to what I call the five big questions that I think every worldview needs to answer. And we can evaluate how some of the different worldviews answer the different qu big questions. And that's what we'll do. That's, that's how we'll, what we'll do in the next few weeks. So let me lay out the roadmap of what we're going to do over the next few weeks in dealing with worldview. Here are the five big questions that every worldview attempts to answer. Number one, the question of origins. Where did I come from? Two, meaning. Is there meaning in life? Wow, that's a really big one. Question three, morality. The question of morality, does objective right and wrong exist? Is there really moral codes that each one of us should follow? Or is that basically determined by our biology or by our uh, society? The fourth question is destiny. What happens after we die? Is this all there is? Is there life after death? Is there heaven? Is there hell? There's, are we reincarnated? What is the answer? This is a really good one. And the fifth one is humanity. What does it mean to be human? Is there such thing as male and female or is it non-binary? Who knows? So join me over the next few weeks as we dive into the five questions that every worldview attempts to answer, starting with the question of origins. Thank you for listening to Chan's The Man Apologetics, where I discuss doctrine, apologetics, behavior, the Christian worldview, and sometimes just tell stories. Thank you.